Hi, besties. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry if that made you uncomfortable. It was kind of cringy, but you know, I had to try it at least once. So, hi. Welcome to Pretend We're Besties. My name is Nicole, and I have been waiting all week to talk again. These past two weeks have been super crazy. Maybe not your definition of crazy. I wasn't out here doing anything juicy and reckless, but I was just super busy. So, for context, the last episode I talked about how... I worked two jobs, and between those jobs, my last day off was March 20th, and today is currently April 10th, so, and it's my first day off in 20 days, so, yeah, and I am, like, so exhausted because Friday, I worked 1 to 6, okay, I worked 1 p.m. to 6 p.m., then I got home, I went to bed at 9 p.m., right on the dot, and I had an alarm set for 12 a.m. So I slept for about two and a half hours. I woke up at 12 a.m. to get to work the same place at 12.30 a.m. In the middle of the night. Okay. So then, you know, I had to help them with something. So then I ended up getting home at 4 a.m. Okay. And, you know doesn't seem bad but then I had at the same job again I had another shift for 7 a.m to 11 a.m so I worked 1 to 6 12 to 4 and then immediately after my 12 to 4 a.m I worked 7 a.m to 11 a.m and you know those are all short shifts and not bad at all but when they're all added together within the same like 24 hour span it's a little tiring so (laughs) I've become addicted to working and not like in a, you know, I'm grinding like you bitches lazy kind of way. (laughs) Just because like, why not? I literally have nothing else to do. I literally took this time off specifically like to have no pressure and to just do whatever I want. And what I want to do lately has been working, especially because the people at both of my jobs are like so nice and have been so kind and welcoming to me. Like, it's like family at both places. So, you know, life advice, don't work at a corporate business. (laughs) Because both the places I work are small businesses. I mean, obviously, you have to get what you can get. But if you can, try to work at like a local smaller business because they treat you literally so much better. Okay, anyway, exhausted. Addicted to working. I was sitting there, they asked me to come in at 12.30 a.m. And I was calculating, you know, how much I would make after taxes, weighing like, oh, well, this amount of money is worth it to wake up at that time. (laughs) Like, literally crazy. But also, you know, there's nothing else that I'd be doing at that time except sleeping. Like, I'm not even conscious at those hours of the day. So I may as well be making money, you know. (laughs) So, yeah. Yesterday... You know, I had lots of naps yesterday (laughs) after work. And my boyfriend, he was sitting there looking at me. He was like, your eyes like look darker than usual. I was like, like the color of my eyes? Like, are they changing? He was like, no, like around your eyes, it's like brown and like purple. I'm like, so you're saying I have dark circles? (laughs) He was like, yeah, that's what it's called. (laughs) So, you know, I've been tired. 
I've been working between my two jobs. I've been working nine to one at the one job and then one to six at the next job. And I live like two minutes away from the first job. And my second job, I have the option to work from home. So I was working from home these past two weeks. So I would work nine to one, get in my car, Zoom safely, safely Zoom home, get in the computer, log in and start work for like one or two. So I'm tired, um, but honestly, not really. Like I was really tired yesterday because I get, didn't get sleep. But besides that, like I'm feeling really good. And if this, I would have done this like a year ago, I literally would want to be ended. So I've had like a huge mindset shift and the growth that I've done in the past year is exponential. Like not even, you can't even like put it into words. Sorry, this is probably so annoying. I'm like, yeah, like I'm just working so much and growing, blah, blah, blah. But this is important, like for everyone. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is growing as a person because it's been really relevant and I've been really seeing the difference. But we're not going to talk about the good parts. We're going to be talking about the bad parts because that has been very relevant lately. So yeah lots of work and last night i had a really really bad dream like it was terrifying me and i used to have nightmares a lot but lately like the past year like i barely have nightmares anymore but this dream like really freaked me out and i woke up in the middle of the night and i was laying there awake for like five minutes and then i was like i wonder what time it is I was like, you know what? I bet that it's 3.33 right now. I look at my phone and it is 3.33. I'm like, how did I know? I literally knew. Like when I seen it, I wasn't even surprised. I was just like, yeah, I knew that it was that time. Kind of weird, kind of (laughs) freaky. Anyway, I've been having a bit of a dilemma with money. So as I just told you, I've been a little bit addicted to working. I justify working these crazy hours, like 70 hours a week. But I've been having fun with it. Anyway, so the beginning of this year, I decided that I wanted to get an iPad because I'm going to be going to college and multiple people that are in college like have recommended me to just get an iPad and that it's so much easier So I was like, okay, this year I'll specifically save up aside from like my like actual savings. Like I'll specifically save up for an iPad and I have more than enough money right now for it. And I've been thinking it would be so helpful to get it now instead of later because there's so many other things going on. Like I'm super busy and I have this and like there's so many things that it would be really helpful for to have it. So I'm like, yeah, I want to get my iPad like this month. I'm sorry. This is such a first world problem. (laughs) But I need like some help with this. And you're my bestie. So, you know, I would talk to my bestie about this. So (laughs) and I have the money and I don't want to buy it because I don't want to spend my money. And before, 
whenever I got money, I wouldn't save any of it. I literally would instantly blow it and be like, oh, I want to treat myself. Like, I'm only 16. I'm only 17. Like, I have all my life to work and save money. Right now, I just want to have fun and enjoy myself. Um, now I'm like the complete opposite. I have the money and I feel guilty. Like, I feel like I'm sinning if I spend the money that I saved. Like, hello like you specific i literally specifically wrote it in my journal like i want to buy an ipad this year and i it makes me mad because i want it but like my heart can't handle like seeing the numbers go down like i just don't want to so yeah that's been a dilemma i don't really know what to do i feel like i always have an unhealthy relationship with money whether it's not caring about it at all or caring about it too much So I'm kind of like in this weird limbo right now where I don't really know what to do. Um, So, um, hey, Bessie, if you have any advice, please let me know. I know this is so dumb and you probably don't like want to keep hearing me talk about this. So I'm just going to shut up and we're going to get into what I wanted to talk about today besides myself, which is growing freaking hurts. It hurts to grow. And I don't really hear many people talking about this. But as you grow into like a new person, it's painful. Like it obviously has its rewards. And the pain of growing is so much easier to manage than the pain of being in a place and a position in your life where you don't belong. So, you know, it outweighs, but it's still like uncomfortable it's really uncomfortable and I feel like that's why a lot of people you know you kind of see these people and you feel like they're just stuck and it's not a bad thing everyone you know has their phases and comes to their realizations at the right time but you kind of see these people and they're like oh like I feel like they're just stuck in the same place but it's hard it's really hard and it's uncomfortable so You know, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how growing is really painful. I'm sorry, I keep repeating myself, but, you know, we're going to get into it. So, like I said in the last episode, I took a gap year. And I remember, like, when I came to the realization that I wanted to take a gap year, like, a week before I went... And I'm probably going to talk about this a lot because it like completely shaped me into the person that I am today. Not to be all, you know, corny as fuck, but it's true. (laughs) We can't just like ignore these things because it's like cheesy. Okay. So the day that I like went to my parents, I wrote a list and everything. And I had such bad anxiety. Like, it hurt when I came to this realization. I was like, everything that I thought about myself, I feel like it's a lie. And this is so uncomfortable to go completely against what I thought that I wanted for, like, my whole life. Because not only did I change my, like, um, choice of going to college that year, but I completely changed, like the field that I wanted to go in and probably some people might not understand this but when you're like obsessed with school it like becomes your whole life and you're in school for 13 years until you graduate so 
when your whole identity is based off of one thing and then you decide randomly that you want to let go of that and have a new identity, it's pretty scary. But I remember going to my parents with my little she and I had such bad anxiety. I was literally shaking and like bawling my eyes out. (laughs) And it's funny because I was like, oh, I have to talk to you about something. And they're like, you don't want to go, right? I was like, no, I'm not ready. (laughs) And it was so painful. And that week I felt obviously like a huge relief off my shoulders. But it also was like really painful. And I like had to mourn this person that I was working for and becoming my whole life. And that's something that I don't really hear a lot of people talk about is that when you grow as a person, you're like dealing with the death of yourself. Like this person that you're so close to, you thought you knew so well, you know, you're attached to this identity and then they're just gone and you kind of have to grieve them. You know, and I feel like Doing that really propels you forward. And once you grieve that person, it's like you're reborn. Like, it's crazy. So, you know, it's kind of a death of yourself. And I kind of like to view life in this kind of aspect that it's kind of just sections of like a new person and then the death of that person and a, a, a resurfacing of a, another new person. I don't know if that makes sense. Like, I probably sound like a freaking bimbo right now. But I'm just going to keep going. (laughs) So, it's a death. And once you, like, take it that seriously and you're like, okay, like, this person is over. That's not me anymore. And you have to just move on. And you can't really grow and really make changes until you fully accept it and take it that seriously because it is serious and another thing about growing that is so painful is that you have to put yourself in such an uncomfortable position like once you mourn the death (laughs) the metaphorical death of this person that you clung to you're just thrown into like such an uncomfortable situation and it's like, okay, well, who am I? You know, who, who am I now? Like I went so long feeling like that's not me anymore. And once I came to terms with it and I, you know, had a little funeral in my head, I was like, well now who am I? And it's so uncomfortable to be putting yourself in that position And all these positions of trying these new things, you know, new people. It's uncomfortable. And I kind of understand why most people kind of avoid it. And they don't really want to go through that. Because it's so much easier to stay in what you're comfortable in. Even if it's not meant for you. And even if, you know, you're not supposed to be there. You know, I have firsthand (laughs) experience with this. You know, with friendships and relationships I look back now and I'm like like that wasn't even me and I was just staying there because it was comfortable like I look back now like to high school 
and oh my god there's so many things and so many people that I would like me now I would never do what I did then I would never like be friends with who I was friends with not like everybody like there's people that I like love to this day like I mean to this day say it like it wasn't like a year ago (laughs) but it feels like a past life not everybody but there's just a lot of people that I'm like why was I like even like trying with them (laughs) like I would never do that now no disrespect like I let people use me I you know and I just went with it I was like well this is comfortable like I don't really want to you know be confrontational But now, like, I look back and I'm like, girl, I cannot believe that you let people do me like that. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. And it's so weird because these people, like, have a perception of you that isn't even really you anymore. Like, I'm just stuck in this limbo because I feel like I'm being separated right now into two pieces, which is high school me and me in college which she doesn't exist yet but we're getting close and these people from high school like have a perception of me and I'm just known and perceived as this person whatever I obviously don't know how I'm perceived and it's just so weird because I'm just not that person anymore so this perception of me and this version of me still exists out there in the perception of others and when I go to college it's going to be like I'm going to be perceived as for what I currently am but then in four years or however many years I'm going to look back and be like oh well like that's not me anymore like who I am currently like I'll be like that's not me anymore and now there's just this perception of me that this version that's still being continued by perception and that's uncomfortable it's scary like I think of people that you know I was in friendships or relationships with and I just think that they have this memory of me that isn't me anymore and how that's so weird like (laughs) like there's people that like if they knew me now Like, I feel like they'd be like, oh, this is like a different girl. But maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, I feel like that completely. But, you know, it could not be like that. I mean, we don't know. It's just something to think about. And it's just another reason why I think growth is so uncomfortable. Especially when you're like stuck in this limbo of like the past life and like coming into your newer life like how I'm in this limbo right now, it's like uncomfortable. And it can almost be regretful. Like when you look back, you're like, oh, like I wish that I was this way when I was in high school or middle school or whatever. And I kind of feel like that too. I wouldn't label it as regret, but it could be seen like that. Like I just think about how if I had this mindset and who I am now as a person, then I would have enjoyed high school so much more. I would have made so much more meaningful friendships. And I, so many things would be different. But we can't just sit and dwell on the things that would be different, obviously. So 
it's still just weird to think about. And it's uncomfortable. It really makes me I'm just repeating myself, but it really makes me uncomfortable that this version of me that like I mourned for me, like still exists to everyone else. Because I kind of like been on ghosts this year. Like I just go to work and like hang out with my boyfriend. And I really needed that like to disconnect from everybody. Like it's been so great. And I definitely recommend everyone at least one time in their life to have a period where you're where you're like completely disconnected from everybody and you're just by yourself it's so much fun you grow so much and you have to face these uncomfortable and painful thoughts and feelings of growing head on because you can't grow until you address all these things that you kind of push down Especially in the phase where I'm at, like your childhood and adolescence shapes you so much. And there's so many traumatic experiences that I had that I kind of just ignored and pushed away. But you have to face those things head on in order to move forward. And that's what I've been doing. And that's another reason why growth is so painful. You can't hide anymore. You have to face everything. And... It can kind of be lonely, you know, it's kind of lonely because you feel like you're just existing as this person that no one else really knows or that, you know, the perception of you is different than what you think that you actually are. So it's kind of lonely because you feel like this version of you is just kind of here and it can be kind of lonely, but you know, I think it's so worth it. Like I said, the pain is so much better than the pain of being stuck. So, you know, growth hurts. Um, I don't really know what else I have to say about this. I kind of just wanted to talk about my experience with it and, you know, going through these uncomfortable times it really is worth it and you come out the other end so like clear-headed like I feel like I really just evaluated my whole life (laughs) I didn't evaluate my well not anymore but I did and facing those things like I'm so glad that I did but it's freaking scary and another part that's uncomfortable and growing is learning how to trust yourself and we have issues trusting other people and we usually limit that to other people and don't really you know acknowledge that includes us too you know pretty much everybody has trust issues like everyone says that they have trust issues and that includes yourself and learning how to trust yourself is painful Trusting other people is painful. We all know that. You know, you usually have to get hurt a couple times. You know, you have to have some bad experiences. And usually it might not end up well. But sometimes it does. And you're like, oh, I'm so glad I put my faith in this person. Like, it's paying back. But those same things apply to yourself. And a side effect of growing is confidence. You know, that's not the goal, but it is a huge side effect. And to me, there's two 
facets of confidence. One is the one that we all already know, which is loving yourself. But the second one that's kind of overshadowed is trusting yourself. And, you know, learning how to love yourself is hard, but so is trusting yourself. You have to learn how to get over self-betrayal, which is really prevalent to everybody. You know, we betray ourselves sometimes on a daily basis and we just kind of settle in that treatment and it's like, well, it's just me, so it's okay. You know, every day, a lot of us betray ourselves and facing that and learning how to put trust in yourself and expect more from yourself is really uncomfortable in the same way that, and if not more, that you have to do with another person, whether it's a friendship or a relationship. You have to go through that same process with yourself. And because it's you and because, you know, you automatically try to justify everything that you do, even if it's hurting yourself because it's you, (laughs) you still have to, you know, unfold that. And when you, you know, learn how to put yourself in these uncomfortable positions that I talked about earlier of growing and mourning yourself, you learn how to trust yourself because you come out the other end, you know, feeling so much better and you kind of trust that your guidance is like going to pay off. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't really know a good way to word this, but You know, you learn how to trust that you're doing the right thing for yourself. And sometimes you can do things for yourself that's not the right thing. And, you know, you have to, you know, betray yourself sometimes and get hurt and hurt yourself sometimes to learn how to trust yourself and how to do right by you. But yeah, growing just really helps with that. But it is uncomfortable. And it's something that you have to learn how to do and like treat as if you were learning how to trust another human being. So if you're going through this and you're kind of stuck in this place, it's like, oh, well, I want to get better, but this hurts. You know, like, I feel like I keep letting myself down. I feel like I keep letting other people like step on me. I feel awkward and uncomfortable thinking about the past and, you know, facing these issues. Just know that you'll come out the other end feeling so much better feeling so much more aligned with you know this next phase of life and this next person that you're going to fulfill and it it all works out it does and you know again not to be corny but you truly will come out the other side feeling so much better and the pain is necessary and it's going to be so much more worth it than the pain that you're feeling to begin with that even like started catapulting you into this next painful position. Like, for example, like, you know, if you like going to the gym and you want to get some big muscles and get better, the only way you can do that is by literally shredding, tearing apart the muscle fibers that you already have. Like, that's how you make your muscles grow. And it's the same thing with you as a person. You have to, like, you know, just tear her up. Tear her up. It's painful. It hurts. It's uncomfortable. 
but you know then you'll be nice and big your muscles will be huge your um you know metaphorical muscles and another part of this that is painful but necessary is forgiving yourself oh my god this is huge i can't even believe that i didn't even mention this yet forgiving you have to forgive yourself for this goes along with the death but i feel like this is the first step before mourning is forgiving and it you know, it hurts to forgive other people. You have to kind of like put yourself in this position to, you know, feel like, you know, like a bigger person. And you have to do that with yourself too. You can't just sit and be like, oh my God, you stupid bitch. Why did you let someone do this to me? Why, you know, why did you do this? Why did you do this? That was so cringy. You have to forgive yourself because in the moment that was who you were and you were just in another phase. And it's so, it's so important because you will never be able to move forward unless you first forgive and then kill her. (laughs) Kind of brutal, but it's true. You have to forgive her and be like, you were cringy. You know, you did some things that probably traumatized me for life. Some things have been done to you that traumatized you, but I forgive you. It's okay, you were doing what you thought, you know, was most aligned with you in the moment. And it's fine. Because now I have all these new things to take with me to the next phase, these lessons, and this past experience to take with me. I know so many more things, I've experienced these things, and now I'm just going to take that forward. Thank you, goodbye, stab her, leave her body there in a ditch, you know, you can have a funeral, you know, whatever you want, whatever works best for you, but I recommend, you know, forgive her, kill her, funeral, boom, reborn, so I think I'm done, um, I definitely should be done, so DM me on Instagram, it's Nicole Serbel, and let me know what you think about this topic, let me know your experience, your takes, anything doesn't even have to be about this anything i know i just talked about myself for however long but i really do want this to be two-sided so please let me know let's have a conversation whether it's you know the pain they're going through right now or you know if you feel like you didn't start growing it or you came out the other side your experience not even that anything else let's have a conversation so yeah Nicole Serbel, DM me if you want. And rate the podcast on Spotify and Apple and wherever else you listen to your podcast so that more people can find it and more people can join in on the conversation and be besties. And I will see you next Sunday. I hope you have a great week. I hope you enjoyed. If not, that's okay. I hope you have a great Sunday. Sunday's my personal favorite day of the week and in my opinion, the best day of the week. But if it's not Sunday, I hope you have a great whatever day it is and I will see you next Sunday. Bye. Bye.